Welcome to Primary Attribute, where an actual play Castles and Crusades podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM, or Castle Keeper, as Castles and Crusades calls it specifically, and I use they-them pronouns. Hi, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. We both use he-him pronouns. Vons is the free little fox folk alchemist friend who is apparently terrified of feathers. Uh, I'm Erin. I play Ericene. I use she or they pronouns. Ericene uses she, her pronouns. Ericene is uh, interested in getting to know her friends on a different, uh, in, uh, about their political views specifically. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor. Our pronouns, the the wizard halfling, our pronouns are she, her, and, um, you know, life is, life is going along and, uh, I'd really like to know what the hell was up with that dough. <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. Uh, we both use he, him pronouns. Grix is, uh, Grix is just hanging out. Oh, I need an, uh, oh, I got my arm. I'm so yeah. excited. Yeah, that's my big thing. Remember to cast a spell into it in the morning. And we finished leveling up? Yep. Uh, yeah, off mic at the end of last episode, people leveled up. We did that montage, so not much of it's a surprise. But does everyone want to reveal the most scandalous thing, their new hit points? No. Um, <laughs> I have 15 now. Sweet. I went up to 14. I'm trying to reach my character sheet. <laughs> Adam, what are you? Oh, yeah, Vaughn's <laughs> popped up to 20. 20? How is Vaughn's our tank? <laughs> how is Vaughn's our tank? How, how, how? And yet, I'm the one who never gets hurt. Alchemists of high HP to compensate for the fact that they can and will blow themselves up. <laughs> <laughs> Grix is now at five. Five hit points. Yeah, that really did have the incredibly intense feeling of uh, the Count Count Von Count from Sesame Street. <laughs> five, five, five hit, hit points. points. Ah, 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 ah. Adam, I think, is the only person who gained a new ability, which is not directly relevant to the game yet. But my sharp senses versus illusions got better. Oh, uh-huh. so if we come up against an uh, an enemy illusionist. And have an illusion battle. Uh, I, I'm I'm even better against them now. Honestly, too, I might treat that somewhat as a you are more automatically suspicious of the or more aware that things can be an illusion in the world in general. So probably sure. have a higher chance to spot them in the first place. Yeah, that's the that's what it that was my interpretation of it. Yeah, like if you do a passive uh, check, I gotcha. Yeah, I'm gonna say you don't just need to be there, but it's like they cast invisibility on themselves. <laughs> Hang on a second. I know what you're doing. <laughs> you just disappeared. That's not real. And then, Adam, do you want me to summarize your new thing? Uh, yes, please. Cool. Uh, so the alchemist class at fourth level now has the highly concentrated ability. For a thing that we are doing off camera and totally so done, because I totally didn't forget to set an appointment for this and prep it. Uh, Basically, concoctions come in certain sizes. Highly concentrated allows you to downgrade them to a smaller size so you can carry more of them. You can carry a lot more vials and jars, and you can carry a lot more ampules than vials. And it's all very exciting. Well, when Grix is down to zero hit points, that'll be very exciting. Yeah. Can you put, like, multiple ampules into the launcher and then, like, shotgun blast it? Probably not. I guess you could. <laughs> I don't know. Be a real accuracy penalty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, having to roll for each one hitting. 
that's why you use a shotgun, because you're not looking for accuracy. Explosive shotgun around. Plus, there <sighs> goes all of my income for the week. <laughs> that too. Expensive. Expensive bullets. Um, well, launch material. Anyway, so yeah, leveling happened. Um, also, as I am slowly learning to remember to do, please remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It boosts our egos. And it is just a nice thing to do for us and all of your other podcasts. And writing to us isn't a bad idea either. Yes, you too can be not the three last things we received through the rat form, which were all spam. <laughs> so I discovered Ooh. when I checked this morning. No. All right. So, Aaron, would you like to please do the recap? I would like to thank you do the recap. Wealthy was attacked by her bread dough and saved by Grix, who debuted his new spell with Icarus Tentacle Arms. Uh, Grix maintained some relationships. Grix and Ericene hung out with S.H.I.E.L.D. in Jaspar's library, uh, where we found out that S.H.I.E.L.D. knew Jaspar's great-great-great-grandmother. Vons and Lucky went down to forge in the tunnels, where Lucky found a pit full of feathers that something seems alive in the pit full of feathers. Then, uh, everyone hung out at the Nipper, with Ericene, Vons, Grix, Wealthy, S.H.I.E.L.D., Aramith, Jaspar and Lucky, and everyone decided that S.H.I.E.L.D. should have a hobby. Ericene suggested wrestling Photios, and everyone got horny. Ericene got a note from Mandosa, and also suggested, or asked the question, hey, who wants to overthrow the government? Yeah. And the, uh, the note from Mandosa... You kind of jammed it in there awkwardly, then it will probably come after your overthrow the government conversation. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, also, Ericene, remember that friend you had? Which friend? Tilia. <laughs> I am blanking. What was the exact way we were going to have Tilia walk on screen? Oh, uh, so Tilia, um, Ericene already knew that Tilia had a date and would probably stop by the nipper afterward anyway. So okay. that's why she didn't specifically invite Tilia. Gotcha. As yeah. well. All right. Um, as you propose overthrowing the government here from behind you. Are we overthrowing the government? That sounds interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Tilia slots into the rest of the group. <laughs> awesome. How was it? Oh, it was good. The drinks weren't very good. Oh. Company was good. That's good. Yeah. But I'm looking forward to getting smashed here where the alcohol is much, much stronger. Yay. Yay. <laughs> so were you having people raise their hands to want to overthrow the government? <laughs> um, I was just I was just like proposing it as like a topic of conversation, I guess. I feel like we're at, like probably in like a less active part of the nipper. Yeah, that corner table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hanging out, chilling. Player characters, how do you feel about overthrowing the government? <laughs> I am uh, uh think I'm part of the government. <laughs> also, Aaron, did I cut yeah, you off? Yeah, it kind of worked for the government. Okay. Vaughn like... wants to overthrow something. <laughs> He's not I mean, sure what. I mean, you know, I'm I'm always down for a little bit of revolution, but um, I also like to, uh, to be able to eat on the regular. Sure, but like, you know, overthrowing the government is never about getting rid of, like, actual services. It's about, like, empowering the people to, you know, 
be more active and uh oh where'd you hear all those words <laughs> what words services active <laughs> overthrow like that that kind of phrasing that uh okay <laughs> that's uh that's awfully uh i don't know doesn't doesn't seem like uh no offense or anything but uh it just doesn't seem like you're uh have you been hanging out with vons more <laughs> <laughs> oh no i i just like i mean i know it doesn't seem like it but i'm very bored so like i just try to read a lot how unfortunate <laughs> the boredom i mean not the reading reading's good Greeks doesn't believe reading. in sedition <laughs> uh yeah i don't know uh, i don't have a the the problem with the problem with revolutions i mean you know empowering people and and not disrupting services that's great there's a lot of disruption between the time the revolution starts and the time the revolution ends enough so that you can start doing uh, services and, and empowering the people again. And in between, historically, we're told, because it hasn't happened in over 500 years that we've been on this mountain, you know, people get, people get killed. Do you want that on your conscience? No. But, like... I'm just concerned with, like, the stuff that we've already seen that, like, if that stuff fails in a spectacular way, the entire city would plummet to the, you know, ground and everyone would be dead. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So, like... Well, I don't. I don't see how overthrowing the government's going to help that. Like uh, maybe just uh, just replacing the people in charge, the the top ones, but not like overthrowing them. Just like saying stop. But like that is a form of overthrowing the government. Oh, okay. Well, all right then. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> the most e- o- easygoing revolutionary ever. Honestly, I thought that Grix would be on for it more than anyone. He's had the most, like, intense fire and brimstone stuff to say about, like, we need to retake the ground. He's just mentioned visiting the ground. No, I said retake it, but, uh, well, uh, still, that's not, like, that. there's a there's still a big difference there. Fair enough. The people in charge don't seem to want us to go to the ground, though, so, like... Even going to the ground, I feel like, would be a revolutionary act. Well, we're told that the ground is is blighted. I mean, you know that the that the corruption down there, you know, is antithetical to life. What, um, uh, and you know that's that's been with us since the beginning. So, uh, why would why would going down there affect the people who are uh, who are in charge up here? Yeah, what's so great about ground? Because they don't tell us very much except that it's all terrible and that, I mean, I just don't trust what they're telling us. Like, well, have you asked your grandma and grandpa? I mean, you know, they've been on the ground. Erisine, like, glances at her mom and also at Jasper and Tilia. Like, like, really? They think that... Getting an old elf to tell you about their early life is like asking a rock to talk to you. <laughs> well, 
you'd think something this important. Oh no, the important stuff is the wor- is like the hardest to get them to talk about. Okay, well. Old elves won't tell you fucking shit. <clears throat> okay? Like, anything. <laughs> so we should like torture your grandparents? Erisine <laughs> like gives like a, a like a what me <laughs> look at Tilia and then like shakes her head like no of course not that sounds like a terrible idea <laughs> you are no fun at all I know I'm really no fun Shield you're old as fuck what the what do you think about which part. I don't know, any of it. Well, the, if you want revolutions to not be much of a blip on your radar, which is something magical that you don't know about, I recommend living a very long time. Mortals get all caught up in, oh, we didn't have any government for 10 years. It works out, eventually. Also, the ground is fine. I mean, it seems like some bad things have happened, but if it could be recovered, I would recommend it. From everything I've been told, I'm not sure how long all of you will last up here. Uh, what do you mean? You're in like a, just just you're in a single target, hammered by an enemy and losing people. You appear to have done okay on the replacing them front, but every fortress falls eventually. And if this is where everyone is, then you're gonna have a problem. I didn't even think about it from like a warfare perspective. I wonder if the shadow corruption is like organized or if they're just opportunistic wealthy orders another drink and drinks it down oh are they like uh oh yeah what if they're what if, I, I don't know 500 years if they were smart they would have figured a way in right they would have tried something different but if, if they, they're not in a hurry yeah they might not be that interested in changing tactics yet and if they can it only get in during storms, when the cloud cover gives them enough, you know, cover <laughs> to get up here in the first place. Depending on what they can take, there are ways to change the weather as well, so. Yeah, and how much they can, like, influence shit in that way. Like, are they in control of any kind of magic? Or are they just, like... Or are they learning magic? Or, yeah, exactly, like... When shadow corruption takes, like, a person-person, like, are they capable of, like, coherent thought? They're just evil? Or... Well, it takes a person. Uh, 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 what? I I thought it was all, like, just, uh, weird critters. I thought they just killed folk. What do you mean, take folk? Well, this is what I don't know either. Hmm. How long's it been since the last time somebody was killed by the... By the corruption. By the shadows. Probably, like... I mean, nobody nobody ever talks about it after a storm. I've never known anybody who was killed by the, by the shadow. We could go ask at command. I'm sure they have logs of people who die in the storms. But, like, do do we know people? Like, is that... You know one person, between all of you, who is currently part of the Guardians. Yes, mm-hmm. right. But do we know... Do, do we know a? Do we know, know anybody who's who died. been killed? Um, you probably do know people who have died. Yes, like maybe not personally, but a step or two away. Okay. Sure. 
And what do we know about um, the corruption taking hold of people? So stories you have are a little bit vague at this point, but it is a thing that is known to happen. Things got a little bit iffy about the exact conditions required, but it was noted on the battlefield that the corruption would take over individuals and turn them against the people they were just fighting with or alongside. Okay. So it's definitely a thing they're capable of. Um, yeah. But it didn't seem to happen every time, I think, is it the thing you picked up. Like, it was described as a horror, but not a total. So um, you would have to probably talk to someone who has more hands-on experience. It wasn't like the corruption would, like, sweep over a battlefield and everyone on the battlefield would suddenly be corrupted. It was like the corruption would take some people on the battlefield and... Yeah, then the, the corruption fielded, you know, armies or groups or whatever you want to call it and okay, took people over as part of those offensives or skirmishes or whatever happened. And it wasn't all organized, right? Like, not everyone is in a military facing a military, uh -huh. but it was that kind of thing. Okay. A previously corrupted thing had to catch up to you in some capacity. Okay. And well, no one's sure of the source, just to make that clear. Uh -huh. Well, we could talk to, to May. I mean, she hasn't got any outside experience yet, because the last storm, she was, she was, yeah, the last storm, we don't need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> she could, uh, yeah, she, we could talk to some to to her and and you know ask some of her uh, more experienced uh, guard members. Uh huh. That's a great idea. Okay. Well, I guess I'll do that. Sure. Uh. Yeah, and we can go talk to uh, uh. Uh. Oh my God, wit wits blanking because it's early in the morning. Uh, Grix would not forget uh the name of. Talib? Green. Oh, green. <laughs> someday, someday Talib will be on camera. <laughs> someday Talib will be on camera. Who the fuck's Talib? Sorry, wait, what? Who's Talib? <laughs> Talib is the friend of the grad students who's like the urban studies major. <laughs> Who you all swore you were going to pin down in a bar and ask him million questions at some point. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I didn't I'd forgotten about him. Well, the next thing that happened was... Cog got lost, and then we entered, you know, the montage. The montage of prestige. Some stuff happened. <laughs> Aracene, I have a question. Yes? When you say overthrow, historically speaking, just saying no to leadership doesn't work great. Sorry, Grix. What do we do if that doesn't work? Aracene sort of, like, looks... At Jasper, and is like, well, any means necessary, I feel like. Cool. Where's this coming from? <laughs> I had a really bad couple of weeks. You were on drugs. Yeah, and sometimes when you're on drugs, things happen that make you rethink your entire worldview. <laughs> oh, those, are, those must have been some powerful drugs. Yeah, it was uh... real fucked up. <laughs> yeah. um, Vons wants to know where you got these drugs. <laughs> some guy. Did you ask that in person in in oh, character? Sorry. Because you you said it in working, third person. <laughs> I am working on being in character today. Apparently. Um, <laughs> okay. 
cool. <laughs> okay, trying to be Vaughn's now. <sighs> I believe wow. in you. Oh yeah, it's work. Uh, okay, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so so where 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 did you get these drugs from? How did that happen? Who sold them to you? What who, what 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 alleyway did you get them from? Who did you talk to? What was their name? <clears throat> yeah, seriously, have you been holding out on us? <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say that. Ericene has definitely already told Tilia and Jaspar that she wasn't on drugs for an entire week. So Tilia saying this is more of like a, yeah, let's see how you can lie correctly, Ericene. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Whereas (laughs) also Ericene's mother knows that she for sure was not actually on the, the drugs at the time that she said that she was on the drugs. Um, so Ericene's gonna, like, uh, take a drink and turn to Vaughn's and be like, um, it was just really bad drugs with some people that I, like, didn't know very well. They gave them to me. And considering that, like, you're pretty, you know, weirdly vindictive and sketched out about everybody, I just would prefer that I not tell you who I got them from or who those people were. Trust me, I won't be hanging out with them anymore. Mm. Are you satisfied? Yeah, I don't know what Vons would say. I, Vons would not say. He's he's no he's not satisfied. He is um, skeptical and uh, <clears throat> still like obnoxiously curious. Um, I don't I don't know how to put that into Vons words. He probably is just like giving you a face. And yeah, I'm sure he's just like squinty eyed, like mm-hmm. ears forward. Good old glare squint. Quick question, Ian. Yep. What in the fuck is going on with Lucky while this is happening? <laughs> she is fascinated <laughs> by all of this. Is she just like stare? Is she just like staring between everyone, like taking little sips of her drink? A little bit, yeah. Um, if you want to read her a little better than that, you can make a wisdom or charisma check. The same goes for anyone else who cares about this particular thing. I will make a charisma check. Using my new level four charisma, I rolled a 13 plus seven is a dirty 20. Also, Vons, I'm actually going to obligate you to make a roll on this. <laughs> okay. Because you're sitting next to your sister. And mm. also, it's your sister. <laughs> uh, 18 plus on charisma? Negative one. Um, so, 17. It can be wisdom. Uh, okay. Uh, at least that's a plus zero. Uh, plus my level, level. four yeah. is 22. Well, shit. I know, that's um, unusually right. high for a Vons. Yeah, so... Gonna wish that I'd say Vons's wisdom because he wasn't actively paying attention. Um, so Vons, you know your sister very well and have seen this look before. And Ericene, you pick up on it just from general social intelligence. She's definitely staring around and taking little drinks and looks kind of whoa. But also, there are gears turning back there. Like it's the person who's paying. You can tell is paying a lot of attention and putting everything together. Uh huh. As best they can, um, in a way that you might not get from the other folks at the table who are like engaged in asking questions but aren't really in a position to just like suck in all of the information. Um, um I'm gonna 
nudge my mom's arm and like subtly like point to Lucky with my eyes. Jesus, what are you implying? You spooky <laughs> uh, murder people. Looks and gives a shrug of like it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but also will be paying some extra attention to Lucky, I guess. Sure. I think your mo- mother was not clear if you were asking approval or just being like, hey, look at that. Um, I think that my mother would know me well enough to know, like, hey, that seems like a useful, uh, interesting teenager. Yeah, I think you get, like, the shrug and then, like, the nod of unexpected, but sure. Okay. Now, I imagine Lucky hasn't been introduced to everybody at the table. No, no, we th- yeah, we we did introductions. Oh, okay. Yeah, you passed the name around at least, but okay. So she's familiar with generally where everybody's from. She knows everyone's name. I think that's about it. <laughs> and I think that from the way that, like, I think that I mean, obviously, Ericene and Aramith like look like they are very, very closely related, but she might think that Aramith is Ericene's sister. Yeah, um, although Aramith probably. If you actually went around and did introductions um, for the people that she hasn't met before, Aramis would probably include that she's your mom. Oh, okay. Fair enough. She is not particularly vain about that aspect of her life. That's fair. If this picture has been painted accurately, and I'm sure it has because you guys are painting it, um, I'm under the impression that Lucky has far more social intelligence than Vaughn's. Because... Vons is Vons, and and uh, Lucky actually has a life. <laughs> it's pretty easy, also, to clear a bar that's sitting on the ground. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vaughn. but yeah, L- Lucky. Lucky sort of tripped over the bar and was like, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's. I'm not sure, Lucky. Re- I'm not sure how socially awkward you were when you left the family. <laughs> Lucky may well have been given a crash course in exactly how far away from standard societal conventions you have gone in the intervening period. Right. And this this leads me to my next thought, which is she may actually think she's looking out for me at this place. They'd have to ask her or make a business check to know for sure. But not Vons Vons wouldn't know. Um he he just wouldn't. He doesn't have that uh level of awareness. Or concern, for that matter. Just, yep. She thinks she's so good at social engagement. I mean, she's a teenager. They're the best at social engagement. <laughs> Meanwhile, Lucky has wandered off. Is now on YA fiction Twitter. <laughs> Just kidding. That's all adult. <laughs> that I'm, industry I'm, is weird. <laughs> I'm sure that this room is enough YA fiction Twitter for her as it is. <laughs> anyway, so um. God, I don't even know where we were at this point. Um, let's see. You you caught that Lucky was being really, at least trying to piece everything together, paying really good attention. Mm-hmm. You got in your mom's, yeah, sure, look. You, I think you were kind of between questions. Because Vons had just asked you about where you got the drugs and you gave a... I gave, gave a less answer. than satisfying to Vons yeah. answer. <sighs> not that. Not that it's like... Versus his charisma or anything. But uh, yeah, he's going to be skeptical of any answer you give. So if it's not clearing 100% of his flags, he's going to be agitated. 
in any case. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and this could be seen as a good sign. Vons is a little worried about you. And honestly, I think that that's probably how Erisine is like, you know, interpreting it. Also, she's aware that Vons doesn't trust her as far as he can throw her, despite the fact that he seems to care about her somehow. <laughs> he attaches. Two easily. things can be yeah. true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've gotten about as much from this conversation as we can. I don't know about that yet. Um, so um. Vons is now curious about why this uh, <laughs> drug bender has led to a desire to overthrow things. Vons has wanted to overthrow things for a while now. Um, not necessarily government, but there's there's definitely like a power structure that he sees in play that's uh, far too dominant on the arcs, and he wants that uh, adjusted in some way. Uh, he at least wants the Bjartels taken down. That's, uh, he, he sees that as an affront to uh, humanity. Cool. What does he or, say? Yeah, not that they're not that this place is exactly full of humans. Um, <laughs> we get what you mean. Uh, what does he say? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, whatever on the the drugs. I sure. Uh, but st- <clears throat> government? Why government? Why are you mad at government now? Because the, I mean, like. We had to go rescue Cog from that fucking crazy, you know, room with the crystal that is clearly, like, malfunctioning or whatever. And, like, why didn't someone notice that? And, like, you know, what's going on with, you know, whatever the, like, what's going on with the, with that, with that room? And, like, not only that, but, like, you know, I'm just, like, putting pieces together, like, the past like uh, couple of months has been like a big eye-opening experience for me and you know i'm sorry that i woke up now but like i'm trying uh, so uh, i got a, i got a, uh, another uh, piece of the puzzle to, to to put into place there uh so wealthy and i were uh, we're, we're doing some digging in the library and uh, we found that uh, uh cog may have been hit with memory magic fucking what <laughs> yeah we fill everybody in. All right. Okay. People are filled in. Congratulations. Do we have a uh, an understanding of the source of the memory magic? No. No. Right. No. But that makes me think conspiracy. Yes, exactly. This is exactly what I'm talking about. The people who are in charge are doing shady shit. Nara. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nara's in charge. I look around. Did she respond? Did she look up? She is not her there. hiding place where she's cleverly <laughs> disguised, watching us. She's busy with other shit far, far away from you. <laughs> she does not just follow you around at a hundred paces, waiting for you to get mad at her. Sounds fake, but okay. Um, it's as tempting as that is. <laughs> kind of sus. So, yeah, there's definitely some shady shit going on here. But are we? Are we? Are we? Are we sure it's the government? How do we know it's the government? How do we know it's not the elves? Yeah, that's my point. <laughs> the elves are the fucking government. Also, we're not a monoculture. That's true. We are not a monoculture. <laughs> Sorry, I've been in the library a lot of shield. 
Fun says, Mana, what now? I culture things all the time. Yeah. We're not all the same mold, basically. We don't all behave the same way. Oh, I like mold. <laughs> I'm very happy. Anyway, for- uh, we should keep an eye out and uh, maybe like uh, do, do some poking around. Uh, we're going to take a look and see uh, what exactly Cog was working on and uh, uh, try to try to figure that out. Why he was given the whammy. That made me like it really like everything about that chamber like if we knew what happened i feel like would tell us like so much more about like what we need to do yeah maybe we go back down and take a look get green get Lara, get uh i don't know whoever you guys want to go talk to the ghosts i got my new trick i bet i could take one of those uh one of those invisible shark giraffe things (laughs) that's why i was thinking like you know like if only one of the ghosts had already been in that room and those ghosts seem nice they were. Yeah, we're Alexander talking. was such a sweetheart. What does we, everyone uh, else back? think of the fact that we just said that we're friends with ghosts? I mean, Jasper was there. So. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like, um, and I'm guessing we told Tilia what happened. I think your mom might have a late light <laughs> look on her face. I don't think I told her everything. I think yeah. I did tell her most of it, but not Maybe not everything. I say the ghosts were weirdly kind of a side detail, or if you were just trying to summarize the trip, I'm not sure you'd include <laughs> them. Like, just in yeah. terms of the big yeah. thing you found was that crystal room. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, I think your mom has a wait what? Uh, <clears throat> Shield's face is neutral on it, and Lucky looks like she just heard one of the coolest things ever. <laughs> <laughs> Are ghosts a known entity on this thing? in this place yes and no um you live in a high magic world it's more likely for things like ghosts to exist they are not often encountered okay in fact very rarely encountered like none of you have ever personally interacted with a ghost before that point and most stories of hauntings are end up not being verified sure sure um when we finally reported back to our bosses when we got back did did they say anything about the ghosts were they like hey that's really weird we should go take care of that or um, eh, ghosts. I think it was more, that's weird, but if they're not causing a problem with city systems, whatever. Uh-huh. Not our job. There's a lot of weird shit down below, in the lower levels of the maintenance tunnels and beyond in the natural parts of the mountain itself. Like, it's not their job, then who are we going to call? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Vance is suddenly very interested in, um, a a uh, ghost busting uh, thing. <laughs> He's suddenly very interested sure. in getting a fire pole. And uh... <laughs> I'm a little surprised that Vons already doesn't have a fire pole somewhere <laughs> near his lair. Oh, let's do that. Let's totally put in a fire pole. <laughs> um, Retcon the lair because this this uh this shop we've got has uh two stories in a basement, so. And a sub-basement. Yeah. Yeah, who wants to come work in my shop? Lucky raises yeah, up. I'm on board. Got Lucky here. Uh, wait, is this, that, are, you, are you talking for the, for the brewing? Yeah, the brewery. Yeah. We gotta, we always should set up a ro- uh, rotational schedule and uh, work all that stuff out. And I'm sure that uh, uh, Ian definitely wants us to, uh, <laughs> to work all that out in character, in detail. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that, uh, uh, Aaron and Kelly would be uh, equally uh, uh, thrilled. 
Yeah, this is just the in-game opportunity for people to join in. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> right, are we gonna do uh, are we gonna do fixed asset accounting or? Uh... Oh my god, Big Brother! Oh my you are god, so we boring. are not allowed to. <laughs> we are not allowed to start talking about fixed assets right now. <laughs> because the last time that we talked about fixed assets, Sorry. that was a bad situation, Wit, and you remember Sorry. that. Yeah. <laughs> This is Lucky a montageable races. conversation. Just Lucky. Yeah, blow yeah, right I don't it. think it's montageable. I think it's an off camera. I yes. think we just say, and then it happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so does your uh, work is put into it. Does your conversation drift towards other things at this point? It sounds like. Yeah, I think it better. <laughs> all right. You all, uh, you have some drinks, you have some food. Is there anything anyone wants to talk to anyone else in specific about that is not a long, detailed discussion? of finances and scheduling <laughs> um no no that's why it's the last thing i brought up i i feel like i got uh, actually there's one thing i want to know which is apart from like just being generally gung-ho to be you know excited about the things that her friends are excited about was what was tilia looking like make a charisma check um okay that is a 14 plus 7 is 21. Oh boy, that plus 7's a lot. Uh, <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Uh, Tilia is hard to read at the best of times. Um, she certainly doesn't look negative towards it. That makes sense. Like, yeah. She's not, fuck yeah, let's overthrow the government. Here I have literature for you. But like, <laughs> you know, she she seems interested as much as she manages to stay interested in anything and doesn't seem opposed to the idea. I think... She especially might know she doesn't really have enough information. Sure. Past a certain point. Sure. And she's not part of, like, you know, an oppressed class. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But all right. So, you all wrap up and head out on your way, I assume. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, all right. Does everyone just head home? Do you do something else? Otherwise, we're just going to cut to the next day. Next day. Cool. Um, um, yeah. I need a couple of things I will resolve in order. Uh, Grix, make a wisdom saving throw. Shit. On your way home. Uh-oh. Eight. All right. I lied. This is not on your way home. This is actually while you're sleeping again. You're not back at the accident this time, but your friend is there. But it's one of those dreams that's just kind of in a weird, like, void in that it doesn't resolve in anything in particular. And you just get a simple, like, what are you waiting for? Come on. And then wake up. <laughs> yeah. And, uh... Ericene, make a wisdom check. Whew, that's bad. That's three plus six is nine. Cool. Your evening uh, continues as normal. And congratulations, everyone. It's the next day. Whoop. Hooray. Did this happen on a weekend night? I think this was a weekday. I think this was a weekday. Um, On Ericene's huh. lunch break, she's going to go see Mendoza. Or let's say it's a weekday now. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, okay, you go and find Mendoza. Mendoza is shockingly at their shop where they tend to be. Uh -huh. um, and, you know, you head in and they're at their counter and they wait for you to talk first. <laughs> um, you, you ratted me or whatever? Yes, I may have found a way to help you, maybe. Okay. Basically, you're going to talk to a representative of the client and plead your case essentially okay and 
depending on what they think is basically how the client will go. And from there, things can get very bad depending on how you do. So okay, it's going to be Saturday morning, technically at 2 a.m. at a certain spot in the maintenance levels. And they give you a set of directions that and like a couple of reference points. So you know where you'd be going. Okay. I will be there. But to be frank, I'm going to make the introduction and then stand outside. I should be in the room necessarily. But just keep in mind that these two people are reasonable but dangerous. Okay. Well, I'm assuming they're weak. So just stay on your guard and try not to provoke. Uh, Ian, outside of character, what is today? Given that we'd finished the montage, okay. I'm assuming today is like Thursday or Friday because the montage was running like up to Wednesdays. Uh, okay. So it will be at least another sleep before you have to go do this. Okay. Uh, let's just say it's Thursday for sure by the time this all resolves for whatever reason. Okay. Never vague about time on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so you have at least one evening where you're not doing anything and you certainly don't have to go like right now. Um, okay. Yeah. And then they just kind of gesture you back out the door. I give like a little, you know, salute wave and leave. All right. Um, and that night I will tell Aramith what happened. Oh, wonderful. Great. Um, do you want back up? No, I don't, because I don't want, I I don't want you to be in any way involved in this, and like, I'm assuming that- I didn't say that... it had to be me. That would be stupid. Yeah. That's true, you didn't say it had to be you. I mean- You have friends, they seem competent. I think it would be a bad idea, also none of them are like, fighty people. You went down deep into the maintenance tunnels and brought back an unconscious person and met a dragon on the way. You do that's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I just really don't want to get any of them involved in this. Because if I if I had to get any of them involved in this, then I would have to tell them a lot more than I really want them to know about me. If you're going to bring in them, them into everything else, you're probably going to have to let them know about that stuff. Frankly, I'm surprised you haven't already, given that Tilly and Jasper already know. I mean, I've only known them for like, what, three months? Not even? In the business you're in, you don't get a lot of time necessarily to make your choices. I'll take it under consideration, I guess. All right. Well, I will be here. Not leaving. Good. <laughs> All right. You successfully warn your mother. Grix, Vons. Yeah. And or wealthy. Yeah. What's you up to? In this intervening time, you all had stuff you kind of wanted to go try and do, so. Do we have another thing on the horizon specifically? No. Like, okay, okay. The winter solstice will happen at some point in a weird jump cut. <laughs> but other um, than that, no. That's probably a couple weeks away at least. Well... Do do any of you have anything? I'm, I, 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 well, I, I need to go talk to May and um and find out whether or not I can talk to some of her uh, more experienced compatriots on the guard. On the guard. All right. Um. Cool. We'll start with that. You tracked on May. Hey May. Hey. Uh. May's been looking a lot more tired lately, <laughs> but also like in really good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, you're um, looking buff. <laughs> Hell yeah. It only hurts when I move. 
Um, how's yeah. how's things on the guard going? Oh, you know, vaguely terrifying. But you haven't been out in a storm yet. I've been in a couple of things that got questionable. They didn't do full lockdown, but they thought about it. Um, uh, honestly, the hmm. couple of the officers are getting pretty antsy. It's been too long, is what they're saying. Especially for oh, this time of year. that's interesting. I, um, how long do they average? I mean, a month at the outside, I guess. And honestly, from what I understood, they've been coming more frequently lately, not less. So, and like, also, it's you know, it's almost winter. Like, should be picking up. Huh. Well, you know, it's it's funny because um, that's what I was coming to talk to you about. Um, I'm doing Weather a research patterns? pro. Huh. Weather patterns. Uh, no, no. <laughs> So, so I'm doing a research project. I wanted to find out about the corruption, and you know, the but textbooks are a little bit spotty, and you know, they've been edited and everything. And I thought maybe you know I could talk to somebody, some of the guard, and see, um, you know, what's going, what what really happens, and what it's really like to fight it. And, um, you know, uh, I I didn't realize that you had any experience with it. Um, I thought you know when a star when a storm happened. We all locked down, and that was when we fought the when the guard fought the corruption, and then oh, I, and then it went away, and, and nothing dicey. ever happened. I, haven't, I still haven't seen one specifically directly, just more. I've been on patrol, and it's gotten close a few times too, where they uh, would lock down the city, but nothing was spotted. So, okay, I got very close to being on the outside of a lockdown. Oh, uh, a couple times, but it hasn't happened yet. Um, yeah, um, so I can find some do, people do you, for you. Do you have any friends I could talk to? I mean, for this, you probably want to talk to people outside of the people I know, because I mostly know my training class, essentially. But I can ask a few of the people a few steps above me. I know one person who has a lot of experience who seems to like me okay, so I can go ask them. Okay. What's this research project for? Oh, it's just, you know, um, I I was going through some books and I saw uh, some stuff about the corruption, and I just, you know, wanted to look into it and and uh see if i could develop some spells hmm. okay yeah i'll go ask this person isn't particularly magically inclined but they have a lot of details and have been around longer than a lot of people do yeah um cool thanks yeah and then we're gonna spend the rest we're gonna spend uh you know like an hour or so over lunch talking about you know things things and stuff and stuff and things. because because i know how to maintain a relationship yeah <laughs> <laughs> um cool yeah so you have done that on this your most scenic thursdays <laughs> or so uh grix yeah i believe you have things you were uh, gonna pursue. so I, i'm gonna spend time at work i'm gonna spend time with vons on uh on the uh brewing okay uh get that whole thing set up and uh i'm also gonna uh like see if i can do some poking around I now am suspicious. I had this suspicion before we went to get Cog, but then I forgot about it. Uh, <laughs> that that my my friend who died, uh, that it's related to the the uh, sabotage and the all the the funky goings on. All right, and uh, that maybe he's still down there uh, as a, as a, one of the ghosts. All right, definitely had that thought when we met the ghosts. All right, how yeah. do you go about doing this? I'm going to start with looking up the incident and seeing if there's anything unusual about that. Okay. Um, yeah, you, uh, go ahead. And then I will, I will follow up. Yeah, no, I, I, that's our, that's where I'll start. Okay. Uh, make an intelligence check. Just so I 
Okay. Know how much to give you, basically. Damn it. Uh, f- 13, tw- 12, 12. Okay, that's passed. Um, oh. Yeah, you're pr- the primary attribute, so 12 is the base success. Okay. Um, I just don't know how often the basic success number is the number. Yeah, so I mostly don't want y'all to be down on yourselves for getting around 12. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, so uh, they're looking at this and reading through it and kind of go over it with a bit of a fine-tooth comb. And more importantly, I think, what you think to do with that intelligence check is you look up all the reports, including the one that you gave about what happened. So uh-huh. you're not just reading kind of the summary. You dig through the archives, and, or like the official report, you're digging through the archives and finding the source material. Sure. Um, between all of that, you got that, well, there was a big explosion, that there was no real indication. Like, the conduit being damaged like that, because like it took a very minor amount of damage from something that happened. Um, mm-hmm. And then it just kind of blew out. And that's unusual to say the least. Yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned that last time. Yeah, they had a couple of magical consultants go over it, you know, after the fact and also double check their repairs. The best they could think of is there might have been a flaw somewhere. Um, but they also picked up, it was very faint by the time they got there. They actually brought in um, a diviner to check this out too, to try to go back in time a little bit. But. A, the Diviner had a lot of trouble actually seeing the accident, which can happen when there's large bursts of magic, but this seemed... The Diviner's report itself says it seems like an odd level of resistance, like they've seen accidents like this before, and it's not in detail, but they were just kind of hitting a wall where it all went to static. Um, The other thing is just that between the Magical Consultant and the Diviner a little bit more so, um, or a little bit of a boost, there was just some weird magic that went down. Like, the stuff in the conduits, in the kind of general conduits, is as close to pure raw magic as you could get. But it was difficult for them to determine exactly what. Also, interestingly enough, um, Castles and Crusades doesn't really have spell schools in the same way D&D does. Uh Um, But basically, some weird shit happened that made this, you know, a very damaging explosion. And more importantly, that damage appeared to have extended into, like, actually fucking with the magical, you know, fabric of the world like oh, at really? the explosion because really like wizards are that big? Okay. wizards are pulling magic from you know the weave of the world a little bit to like do their sure. spells versus illusionists to just tear a hole in it reach to the other side and go fuck you i knew this now uh, but it takes a lot for um something to basically interrupt the rest of the magic like that and more importantly stuff gets real weird when that happens sure um so there was definitely it was a truly bizarre accident. There was no note of any sort of like sabotage being found, but you also know from experience, like people don't check those under those panels. They assume they work unless they're obviously broken. Like, um, mm. so it's entirely possible, especially because the explosion happened in the middle of the conduit that no one thought to check. Okay. Um, yeah, this is all very suspicious. Yeah. So oh, one one last thing. I think this. Um, sure. I did also notice that the magic kind of interruption from the explosion. Like, they noticed very kind of minute weirdness in the conduits uh, going both directions from that explosion, which is unusual itself, but it went for longer than normal at the part where it makes a right turn and then starts going downward. Does that mean anything to me spatially? Yes. It's going, it's dropping down to the lower levels and the maintenance levels. Right. Um, Well, sure. Yeah. So basically, if you go from the accident site, you have a conduit you can follow now where extra weirdness happened, at least trace amounts of it. Got it. Okay, well, that sounds like where to go next. All right. 
do you fly solo for this adventure? Uh, hmm. Also, do you do this on... Do you try to get this worked into your work day, or do you do it on, like, Saturday? Oh, this this extra research? Yeah, yeah. I... I, I the, the exploration part, the, the research you could have done. You do know oh, no, a university-trained no. um, wizard who is pr- apprenticing in this field. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, the, the, the research I just do uh, during the work week. Yeah. Um, oh. Um, I figure it's job-related enough. Uh, well... I'm also going, I, I'm going to, I'm going to propose another dungeon crawl to the group. Uh, and I'm going to propose it as a, as a, uh, take time off expedition. Like a longer thing? Well, as probably as long as the last one. Yeah. Yeah. But like, let's do it during the week and carve yeah. out specific time from everyone's. Yeah. Yeah. Tell people where we've gone. <laughs> Rather yeah. than just bring the right people with us. Yeah. Stock up on stuff. Don't just run down. Weird. Um, also with that in check, I think, um, were you interested in finding what happened with the, uh, the room you found cog? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm also intending to go back down there too on our journey. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So yeah, you just because of that in check, especially like you also pulled that report. I think you just pulled a report report because you were there when it was bad. (laughs) Um, it's, it looks like it was a rough one. For one of the uh, the deep delve crews, um, yeah, uh, one of the uh, one of the rookies got took off rotation for a week because he was just so freaked afterwards. <laughs> um, well, because of the because of the spider critter, uh, that actually wasn't as much of a problem. They hired some defended delves group to help them out with like muscle, and that went okay. Oh, um, good deal. They uh, so like that went okay, and then they also brought like three crews because this seemed like it was going to be a big job. And all of the records they found on that particular facility, for lack of a better phrase, are were old. Like it was clear that no one had really been down there in a long time. Um, yeah. the The thing that really got them was the magic coming off of the core crystal. It was, as far as I can tell, from the magic consultant. Some guy named Alvin, who also got took up rotation for a week (laughs) afterwards, is that uh, it was much like actually the um, thing that you found with the accident research. It's that same kind of just totally uncontrolled magic that behaves very strangely. Um, It's not unexpected from a, you know, conduit, like general conduit magic thing to have stuff that weird, but this was kind of next level. Um, Sure. Usually it's. It's a painful force to be hit with, and it will do some minor weirdness. Like, oh no, your skin's purple for a week now. Like, um, but this was either just big enough, or something else was going weird to have it have a really wide range of effect in a way that didn't seem quite possible, and was actually very, very hard for them to deal with because there were a couple of levels that were relatively safe, but especially during the fight, it was really dicey because they were having a lot of trouble with invisible creatures plus arcing magic but um it was just the kind of thing where it's like it was very hard to shield yourself from it like you know you'd hold a shield up and it would get hit and it would turn into ice cream like it was the kind of (laughs) that's fun it was the kind of thing where just it was dangerous and unpredictable they um alvin and one of the experienced guys kind of worked together to jerry rig like a um a grounding pole that had to be replaced a couple times where the magic would try to hit that. Basically, they put a lot of like ongoing enchantments around and it tended to go towards those rather than people. And they had to basically ban everyone from using anything except mundane tools doing the fixes past a certain point until they were able to get it fixed up enough to essentially 
rewrote the power a bunch of other places or try to. Mm -hmm. And some streets sure. just didn't have a water pump for two weeks. But it did eventually oh, get geez. fixed up. Okay. Um, they aren't sure what's going on with the water in there, and they realize that's probably part of the damage. They, um, I mean, they know it's flowing in from somewhere, and there's a lot of underground, you know, waterways and stuff. Basically, it's weird that it rose up this high, given that there are no pumps installed for this area. Like, so it wasn't an expected thing. They did find a crack in the, uh, pretty large crack in the walls that the water seemed to continue into. But at that point, they were pretty spent and just conserved their resources. Like, they covered it up as best they could, um, you know, sealed it off. Sure. But beyond that, they weren't able to do anything about it. It was just some people had already gotten pretty hurt. They were using all of their energy and resources on this core thing. It took longer than they thought. They were on, they were starting to like run out of rations and were at the point where they're going to have to retreat and come back. Like, sure. It, it was a real shit show <laughs> job. Like, it went okay. No one died. <laughs> but like, it was rough. This was yeah. one of the rough ones, even for the deep delve people. Okay. Well, in that case, I don't know about going in there directly into the thing itself, but in the area around... That area should be safe now for whatever it's for. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they like they want to do bigger repairs on it at some point, but they need to figure out where they can take power from long-term to do that. And they also need to trace exactly where all of this is going, because it turns out it's part of the... Part of it is just part of the lifting system for the mountain. Like, that's a problem. You don't want to take something that big offline. Uh -huh. Sure. Um, okay, I'm gonna send uh, send Bartholomew around to everybody, uh, suggesting that we uh, we meet up. I, I could use some help with some more investigation on this uh, everything that's been going on. Right. And uh, I briefly mentioned that I think we need to go back and take another look, and also uh, go see where uh, my friend died to see if what happened with all that area. Okay. And investigate. Uh, while you're writing that out, Bartholomew points at the we and then points at himself with a uh, question yeah. look. Okay. Yes, I, I thumbs up. You know. Yeah, I, I would uh, like him to come too. Cool. He nods and takes some of his money and scurries off. Okay. Uh, and then also goes go buy a sword? and delivers, delivers all your messages. Yeah, I'm going to get Bartholomew and like three other characters, and we're actually going to play Mouse Guard. <laughs> Sweet. Could <laughs> <laughs> be great. Um, all right. Bartholomew has a little cocktail sword. Ah. Um, all right. So, yeah. Everyone else, you get that message. Use and it. I'm like, Grix sent me a message? We live together. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's sometimes you just reply all to the email. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rat all. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rat contact group. <laughs> anyway. Um, so... Is that what you're doing? Uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, Vons. Mm. What are you getting up to post finding out about all this? So, yeah, Vons Revolution and memory magic shenanigans. <sighs> Vons finds himself very, uh, I don't know. He, this, it's probably all starting to make him go into his paranoid, um, yeah, he's, he's absolutely down for conspiracy theory, right? Probably getting that paranoid <clears throat> energy up. Probably not super healthy for him. He's trying to focus on uh, building a business at this point, and yeah, and he's got his own concerns. There's like a giant pit of moving feathers. Apparently, his uh, uh, the the dragon that he made is just like hanging out now. That that's a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, which fascinatingly, you didn't mention the pit of feathers to any of us. 
No, I'm not terribly well. surprised at that. <laughs> it's a weird pit of feathers. There's a lot of other weird stuff going on lately, too. Like, the weird scale yeah. is far enough that it barely registers. <laughs> um, it's still a concern, though, and uh, it's in the way of him, uh, or at least it's in the way of Lucky harvesting all of the ingredients, uh, unless feathers are an ingredient. I can just not go in there. <sighs> there's a whole bunch yeah. of other maintenance tunnels. There's a lot. There's lots of tunnels. Lots of tunnels. Tunnels are good. Um, so we get this. Okay, you've been staring off into space a lot. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, like more than usual, mm. which is already a lot. Mm. Yeah, Vons is trying to get. Uh, I don't. I don't know how how better to put it. He's trying. He's trying to like grow awareness of his um ec- economic environment. Okay. And, and okay. he's he's not smart enough to do this. He's really not. So he's uh he's struggling. Is that your answer to Lucky about why you're staring off into space all the time? <laughs> yeah, the economy. Just, yeah, I'm struggling <laughs> with economics. And it seems like everybody's kind of doing a thing these days and uh everything it's just it's just been stressful. Oh, yeah. Did Ericene tell you when you were gonna start overthrowing the government? You need like posters? Yeah, I I don't know if that's happening as a thing. I, I mean, is it the government? Is it these uh these various um, oh what do you call them? Uh, mafia, uh, things, entities. Are we gonna uh, find out sitting in here and setting up a frankly terrifyingly large vat? Hey, if anything is gonna help all of these problems at once, it's gonna be beer. Just don't fall into it again. At least it was empty this time, but like. <laughs> That's where the flavor comes from. Been a you have to add yeast lately. to beer anyway. Ew, don't do that. <laughs> but so you're just going to like see if someone burns down command? <laughs> like, <laughs> So it's going to take a month for the first proper batch of beer to come out, I believe. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's you're not even fully set up yet. So, yeah. So there's that. We're not actually doing business yet. Uh, Vons does want to set up some kind of advertising. Totally. Um, and yeah, he'll probably put in some like uh, anti-big business rhetoric in there. Uh, that is the extent of his revolution. <laughs> For now. Uh, but yeah, we're set up to like distribute out of this space, but only to like we're, we, we're not set up with a um, dining space isn't the word for it. What do you call them? Tap rooms? Tap room. Yeah. I thought we were. You will be at some point. You don't have We will yet. be. Yeah. So uh, right now the-, the ep- It's empty space. It's a work in progress. Yeah. yeah we're, it's a long-term project. Right now we're hoping to sell barrels to uh, to the neighboring bars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you do this. Ericene would be really helpful with this, actually, because I don't think Vons makes a great salesperson. <laughs> All right. Do <You> contact Ericene. <laughs> Yeah, Vons is going to send a rat to Ericene, knowing that she's the charismatic one in the group, and he's going to ask her uh, in the rat to, uh, hey, uh, I need help selling this beer to all of the local bars, and for that matter, moving it. Vons is not strong. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got, uh, got nothing but little people working here. Uh, Ericene, you get a rat on Friday afternoon. As you're kind of getting ready, psyching yourself up for this whole other thing. Uh-huh. Uh, Vons, was there anything okay. else you wanted to do just before we cut? 
over two errors. I mean, yeah, certainly. Um, but I think Vaughn's is fairly busy. Okay. Plans on the horizon. Uh, yeah, he's obviously doing his concocting and all of that stuff. And yeah, got to put together a list of what that looks like. So yeah, keeping up his day-to-day business. Cool. Yep. Busy little fox. All right. Erisane, <laughs> uh, you get a rat from Bonds being like, how do I sell things? Please do a help. There is a Arisane. second note in this delivery too, but you can respond to the Bonds one first. What's the second note? The second note is from Lucky asking when you're planning on starting this revolution and can she come? <laughs> <laughs> I think you mean comrade Lucky. <laughs> That's how she signs it. I love Lucky. I love her so much. She's the teenager that every group of revolutionaries should have. Um, have a little hat. <laughs> little beret. <laughs> uh-huh. She'll write back to Vaughn's and say, uh, yeah, I'll totally help you sell the beer. Um, I mean, I sort of assumed that you were going to need help with that anyway. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then she'll be like, um, and confidentially to Lucky, uh, in the same note, she'll just say <laughs> confidentially to Lucky. Um, Fonz, don't read this. <laughs> <laughs> not sure, but definitely will let you know. All right. Right. Um, so cryptic right. enough that Vons doesn't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get that back on Friday night and... But unless anyone else has anything they will really want to cram in before the actual weekend, we will go to Eris' little clandestine meeting. Uh-huh. Did you take oh boy. did you take uh taking any backup under advisement and or actually do so? Um the only thing that I'll do is I will I'll try to borrow Bartholomew, if that's okay. Uh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Uh, Bartholomew's up for uh available for any of us uh when not okay. doing something specific she'll borrow bartholomew um assumingly <laughs> after she got grix's note she'll like propose this to bartholomew um and say so like before she leave basically before she leaves she'll be like so if i don't if you don't see me again by tomorrow night Give this note to my mom. Um, and in the note will basically be an explanation of exactly where I went. So um, you're not taking Bartholomew actually with you? You're essentially setting up a... I'm setting up like a, a failsafe. Yeah. In the event you don't hear from me by the time you get this message, I'm probably already dead, blah, 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 etc. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'll be like... You should take Bartholomew with you. Yeah. I don't want to take Bartholomew with me because I don't want him to get hurt. I specifically got a brave, bold, daring rat. The thing is, like, exactly I don't script. want yeah, to no, do it good. that way. <laughs> so I don't want to do it that way, so I'm not going to. All right. It's, uh, it's all good. Sorry. All you is prepped and ready. Um, I've also given directions on how to find Mendoza in that. Ooh. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, how geared up do you get for this? I take... I'm wearing my boots with the poison reservoirs and just my new, just my new leather coat. And I'm going to say three dirks. Okay. Are any of them open carry? Are they all at least somewhat concealed? All of them are at least 
somewhat concealed. And do you have any poison to use? I do. I do still have a bunch of poison to use. Cool. Um, just my type one poison will be in uh in my boots. All right. In the in the boot reservoirs. <laughs> yeah, not in the boots. <laughs> Slosh it around. Just pour it in there. Got some waterproof socks. It's fine. Get your get your socks soggy. <laughs> Smack Trace. people around with your smelly poison socks. Awful. All right. So um, yeah, you you wait until the dead of night and you head on out. Uh, the gemwood is one of the neighborhoods that is actually completely empty past a certain hour, pretty much. Uh huh. There's the occasional person like you or Tilly or Jasper stumbling home, like occasional late night servant duties that are being done, but. It's just quiet, and the directions you have been given actually keep you off the main street. So you're pretty much alone this entire time, um, and the arcs gets kind of echoey <laughs> when you're walking alone. So you get to hear that as you reach your first access hatch and head on down. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, you uh, get some water dripping on your head as you wind, wind and wind your way through. Um, you're just on the first level of the maintenance tunnels, but you're in a really out-of-the-way place. At one point, you actually almost, well, you're pretty skilled, but you can see how someone else could just beef it off of these stairs that are, like, they're really worn down. Uh-huh. All curves and stuff. And you eventually find your way to um, a door, basically. Uh, you can't really tell. The hallway just kind of keeps going. It's just sort of off to the side in some weird spot, and it's not labeled. Uh, uh-huh. It does have one of those big latches on it, but it's the kind that doesn't lock. It just, you yank it into place to keep the door closed. Okay. So yeah, you're here. And Mandosa was going to meet me here, or they said they would be there. Mandosa said they would be there. Yeah. Um. I guess I'll. Oh, can I listen first? Sure. Yeah. Make a listen check. You are listening through stone, but it's not fully thick <laughs> stone, so be less of a penalty. That is a twelve plus six is eighteen. All right. Um. Yeah. You be- only. Oh, wait, is that wisdom for you, or is it int? That's wisdom, yeah, that's a wisdom. Ah, okay, you can't quite make it out. Um, you were hoping that the uh, the door, you know, the door frame not being completely fitted would help you here, but it's still just too muffled. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think you can you can vaguely hear that people are talking, but that's it. Um, I'll knock. I'll knock on the door. All right. Um, the door handle lever gets yanked back with a, you know, clunk. They're not graceful doors. And the door uh, swings open. And Mendoza's the one opening it and kind of just gestures you in. Uh-huh. Uh, and then walks out and closes the door and locks it behind them. Well, <laughs> latches it behind them. And you... So the latch is available on both sides of the Yeah, it, it's like the door you took out of the natural caverns into that facility. Okay. It's, it's like they're, there to, they're there to last for a zillion years and stop things from drifting open. Not so much... Uh, you know, it takes some effort. You can't get through the door quickly because of it, but it won't lock, or at least isn't designed to. All right, so you head on in. Um, there's just a couple of lanterns set up on the floor to give some kind of rough light to the space. Uh-huh. And uh, make a wisdom check. Actually, you're keyed up for this. It can be int. Um, so here's a problem. I, I rolled my wisdom check first, Okay. Um, and I got a 24. Okay. Total. 18 plus 6. Yeah. Then I rolled my int and got a natural 1. No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Replace for the wisdom check that you got a 24 on. 
Just replace your bonus here for wisdom for your bonus for int. I meant to substitute in int, not make you roll both. So you can use the higher roll. It's just, I think your bonuses are different. Oh, yes. My bonuses are different. Um, I got a, I got a 22. So I rolled an 18 on the first one. Okay. And so it's 22. So plus it's plus four. Yeah. And so that's a 22. Oh, all right. Your wisdom's super high. Um, whatever. You super path. Regardless of the stat we were having to use for a single roll. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> you're good. So um, you walk in and like there's a little tiny just sort of entranceway into this room because it's a it's a relatively large round room. It's like 20 feet in diameter. Uh, if you had to guess based on where you are, you might be above either a sewer or water cistern. And they just kind of continue okay. the walls up. Um, but this room was like, you know, carved out and finished and has... um kind of a cobblestone floor to let you keep your grip. But as you walk in, uh, there is an absolutely looming figure leaning against the wall uh, to your left as you come in, after you step past the little entry where the door swings open and shut. And with that int check, you recognize them, and they just kind of give you a... Mm. Oh, is it fucking... Uh, 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 oh. Uh, the bouncer. Or not the bouncer, the bodyguard. The bo- it's, the, Nara. it's Nara's it's Nara's bodyguard, huh? Yep, that's Arcturus. And uh, as you step up yeah. into the light, who should step up but Nara into the light going, of course it's you. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's where we'll end the episode. <laughs> oh good. We haven't had a Nara cliffhanger in a while. <laughs> I am to please. Primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. If you want to see the website, that's primaryattribute.com. If you want to write us letters of complaint or questions or concerns, or maybe you're just really worried about us and want to see what's going on, you can write to letters at primaryattribute.com. If you want to see our Facebook page, that's at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod. Our Twitter is at primeattribute. Not primary attribute, prime attribute. Don't get it confused. If you want to see our dank memes, that's at primaryattribute.tumblr.com. And Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our logo was designed by me. That's Adam. Our theme music was composed by Erin. She's awesome. Editing this week was by Erin. Thanks, Erin. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. Uh, no, it's that's not fair. that early in the morning, no. but it feels early Don't, somehow. What's going on? I know on? it feels <laughs> really, really it. early. <sighs> Stretching, yawning. Doing I also that. got a. Uh, I also got uh, my COVID booster on Thursday and a flu shot the same day, and I slept you do that? for so long. <laughs> I slept for so long last night. Yeah. I slept from like 6 p.m. until like 4 in the morning when we both woke up, were very awake for about an hour, and then fell back to sleep until 9. (laughs) Yeah.
But all right, Adam, did you want to take another run at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's take a flying leap at this brick wall here. Okay. Um, Grix is gonna go get a refill, and uh, Wit's gonna uh, uh, use the restroom. Sure. <laughs> Grix is going to watch Wit use the restroom. <laughs> Grix's eyes glass over as he walks to the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They 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 spend so much time together. Those two, they're inseparable. <laughs> I just want to that Grix's soul has temporarily left his body. <laughs> <laughs> All awareness is gone. Anyway. Okay.